Okay. Um. Okay. So, guys, welcome back to the Mirandas. We are kind of in shock right now. We're not really sure what to say. We just finished watching the first episode of And Just Like That. And we weren't going to record, but we were just like, don't say a word. Get your mic. Yep. I said, Sarah, we're not like, before we go to the second episode, don't say anything. Get your mic. I was like, I need to pee. Hit record. Um, I'm just going to, I'm going to give you two options, Sarah. Okay. Do you want two words or four words? <laughs> Gilly. I, from I, from I, me. I love the word, any words you can give me. So I'm going to go with four. Okay. No one asked for this. <laughs> <laughs> And my other two-word one is Team Cattrall. (laughs) Yeah. You know what, Gil? Absolutely. (laughs) Kim Cattrall, if you're listening, we might be known as the Samanthas from now on because Miranda. I'm going to just, I'm just going to give you a slow clap, Kim Cattrall, for not being involved in this reboot project of And Just Like That. Kim, Kim Cattrall made the absolute right decision because and now, Gilly, I will continue to watch this. Let's just be fr- frank. I will continue to watch this. And- I bear, Sarah, I barely, I don't think I will be. To be honest, that was excruciating. What we just watched was excruciating. Okay, but my question is, is, is it, <laughs> it was It was bad. Okay, is it excruciating and bad because it's actually bad? Or is it because we held the other show with such esteem? Not like critical esteem, but emotional esteem were we always gonna hate it i i'm gonna honestly say that i can it's been years i know what happens with reboots and the friends or what is it full house reboot is horrific i mean i love the gilmore girls reboot but i know some people have mixed feelings about that but most reboots are shit so i i understand that i have to be emotion emotionally detached this was literally this was royally terrible this was bad i think this bad is, this is what happens when you create a show during mm-hmm. a lockdown in which your brain is not exposed to the public and you think <laughs> and you sit there with like people, like people who, who say yes to you and they and like they basically oh my god you know such what a I mean? good way to like it. you're in an echo chamber like this is the election all over again like people like you're they were <laughs> They lived in their my little notes, sex in the city bubble. My notes are, well, I have one note that is so like, they obviously, they, they mentioned the lockdown. Like, oh, I'm so glad like the lockdown's over. Like me and Big were listening to records so much. And I was like, I wrote, I bet they are so proud of themselves for using this real world timeline in the show. Oh my God, Gilly. And yet you haven't seen one mask. Yeah, exactly. okay. And, yeah, exactly. but no, no, no. But you have seen bedazzled gloves that Carrie just <laughs> started doing to touch elevator buttons. Because as we all know, elevator buttons are the biggest spreader of COVID, not respiratory. <laughs> so sure, Carrie, you're in a giant packed room and auditorium. There's no COVID procedures at all. But you wear your bedazzled <laughs> gloves to touch buttons. Like also what? 
Sarah, I just personally would love to do like a lightning round with you right now. Of Absolutely. When in in the beginning of this year, when we had our um, bonus episode with the predictions, it was right around the insurrection <laughs> at the White House, the takeover of the Capitol. We when we recorded that episode, we distinctly marked two things. One that they were going to like be all like technology, you know, which is yep. like Carrie in the podcast, Carrie like Instagramming, you know, catching like street fashion on her phone. And then the second thing which you pointed out is that you were saying that like if they are going to use all this like wokeness and all of this like cisgender non-binary like and things that I believe in but if they're going to try to like toot their own horn and and you know pretty much exploit the shit out of it like it's going to be bad and I would love to do a lightning round in which we just spit fire different phrases of wokeness that we heard in this whole episode don't sex shame me mom <laughs> mine mine is a little off topic is which is they talk about the muslim ban at the airport oh yeah oh yeah um uh a uptight cisgendered married lady okay that's a good one the whole thing i mean the scene with miranda was (laughs) oh my god verbal an a verbal assault to the senses and emotionally I feel very triggered by what I saw and witnessed. Um, Again, I'm going to say four words. No one asked for this. Yes. Okay. So yeah, Gilly, we, all of our predictions were correct in which they were going to completely capitalize on wokeness and then repackage it and try and sell it to like, in the boomers like this is absurd women in their 50 who are 55 who have money like that are not talking about this shit i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) you're right you're right and 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 to your point like with how they packaged it like my note is that they in, in in a 44 minute episode which was this they tried to check tick off so many boxes of political correctness and sex positivity, gender expression. They're trying to check so many boxes. It's as if they're trying to make reparations for the past (laughs) (laughs) six seasons of the series back in the 90s and early 2000s. Oh my God, I know. No one asked for this. This is no one the, cares. They're like, all right, guys, we missed out on so much and we've got to catch up. Hashtag, got a catch hashtag up to us do. too. You know, it's like. They did like a full apology tour in this episode. They were just like, Let, here we go, here we go, here we go. And yet, here we go. still treated Stanford like shit. <laughs> like, can't give that guy a break. I, and and Charlotte's children are wearing Oscar de la Renta. I mean, how out of touch is this fucking show? They're trying to be so like politically correct in all of this. And they are literally glazing over the fact that Charlotte just bought like 
$3,000 dresses for her children. Because, the Gilly, the, the show cannot reckon with the fact that the fashion and the obsession with consumerism is not going to match up with the le- level of, like, wokeness and that message. <laughs> and, the sh- and this is why people will resent this fucking show. It's because, and it's just like when, pe- like, friends. Let friends be friends. Friends doesn't need to be anything else other than friends. We know the show was problematic. It was still a good show. Yes, Sex and City was problematic. It was still a great show that made a difference. Now it's like a fucking joke. We don't need to apologize for a show in the 90s being problematic. Shows were. It's okay. It did its best. Do you know what this episode was? This episode reminded me of going to freshman college orientation. (laughs) (laughs) Sitting down in the auditorium. Everyone is bored out of their mind. Their eyes are completely glazed over as they read all of these PowerPoints on, okay, this is where you get your meal card and this is how you log into your course, online courses. Like, you know, this is what happens when you drink too much. This is what happens if you need a late night walk home. This is what how you should interact with people. Like, if you need to, you know, report this or report that. Like, it was just a fucking sensory overload. <laughs> Of of the quote unquote right thing to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, okay, Gilly, I wasn't sure where you're going with that, and now I completely get what you're saying. It's just like <laughs> you leave this, it's like syllabus week. You're like, okay, okay. Write all this shit down. It's just so bad. Okay. I there, Gilly, I have so many thoughts. First off, and for anyone who's listening who hasn't watched it, well, I'm going to say don't listen to us talk about this if you haven't watched it because there are tons Actually, I'm going to say the exact opposite. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to give a- Do not, do not hesitate to, to listen. Press play to this podcast. Do not watch the show. <laughs> okay. So within Under the any first, circumstances. Gilly, within the first minute, minute of the show. Wait, what was the comment less, I made earlier? Less. What was it? That 10 the, seconds. Within the first 10 seconds. Oh, fuck. What was the thing that they did? Samantha. Oh, yes. Samantha. Yes. They mentioned Samantha being gone. So, guys, within the first three minutes of this show, you know, Samantha's not there. Carrying her problems, like something happened with money. Like she was too embarrassed to ask Carrie. Like Samantha became the poor friend and then had to move to work. Did you miss? I don't think that was it. Yes, I think what happened. I think what happened was that Samantha was the publicist. Carrie is trying to be like painting is dead, but with books and (laughs) and is like, I had to fire Samantha because like books aren't doing too well, which is not true. But basically, I think what um, Samantha was so embarrassed from more of a PR standpoint that her best friend had fired her. That's what I understood. Oh, and that and Carrie Gilly, was just I think fe- I feeling must have that missed a minute of the show because remember we were, we had that issue with teleparty. Yeah. I think I missed a huge yeah. chunk of the conversation. Well, I think Carrie felt like she was the cash cow for Samantha or something. Okay, and are they like breaking the fourth wall right now? Like they're basically. Well, that's my note is that this was 
absurdly self-referential to real life. Like they, yes, they all, it like got meta for a moment. Yeah. Which is like, especially when they were saying, yeah, Charlotte texted her and she didn't reply back. And I texted her and she didn't reply back. That is probably, you know, translation for we tried texting Kim Cattrall to get on the show and she won't. And I thought that was such a fuck you. But it's bad. I thought it's bad writing. It's really bad writing. It's really, really bad writing. And yeah, I mean, Kim Cattrall, we, we, we stan you. Is that what the woke kids would say? We stan Kim Cattrall. I, I'm, I stan Kim all day long. (laughs) Um, Okay. Where the fuck were Miranda's eyebrows and why do they make her a goddamn alcoholic? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so okay for for our listeners i'm sure that you guys pick if you watch the episode or if you did not watch the episode which i highly recommend um they like have painted miranda to be this like aggressive alcoholic in which <laughs> she's up at the columbia university campus trying to get a glass of chablis at 10 45 in the morning before the bars even open before her class and when the bartender so graciously lets her know that it's not even 11 o'clock she has the audacity nay not even the embarrassment to say oh you're right but has the galls to just sit there and say, I'll wait. She's going to wait before her class to have a glass of wine. Okay. I thought that was problematic. I thought it was going to be a one-off thing. No, no, no. They do her even worse. She's (laughs) at her friend's daughter, Charlotte's, Lily's fucking piano recital, and she pulls out a bottle of wine and paper cups from her purse. Mm -hmm. Gilly, she Mm -hmm. is supposed to be a... Mm -hmm. uh, why would they do this to this character? That's weird. That's two very bizarre alcohol I, alcohol behaviors. Are they going to make her an alcoholic like Steve's mom? I, I I blame SJP. I love SJP, but I blame SJP because I think that okay. Granted, we are the Mirandas, and we've create we've been doing the podcast for a year. By the way, congrats to us for doing this for a year. <laughs> yep, and. We've been like everyone, everyone. I someone just screen captured me a social media post from an influencer talking about Miranda. Collectively, it is known that Miranda is like the best character at this point. And they just had to they had to oh, they had to pierce through that. God. They had to break that up. Oh my god, you're so They right. had to quote unquote disrupt that. They just <laughs> had to not let that disrupting be <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Innovators. Disruptors. Okay, Gilly, yeah. I didn't even think about that, but you're so right. Here's this, everyone, yeah, since the show came out, people, the the, the veil of Carrie was lifted and people saw the true queen, Miranda. And now they're making her a goddamn alcoholic with, a, with no eyebrows. this is just a mean girl a move. Bad haircut. She's not a corporate lawyer anymore. This is like something Tyra Banks would fucking do, which is like, she's prettier than me. I'm going to make her, I'm going to chop her hair off. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, first off, those scenes in America's Next Top Model are horrifying. It's Gilly, you know how I am about my hair. If I were to ever sit somewhere and someone would be like, all right, we're going to chop it all off and then dye it like blonde. And then if I refuse, Tyra's, they, they, Tyra's, Tyra's like, I'm going to break these girls down into their raw butterflies. <laughs> ready to 
go through metamorphosis. Well, that's what they they tyrant Miranda because she <laughs> she got the short end of the stick. Um, Charlotte and and a shitty haircut. and a shitty haircut. So even worse, yeah, they truly did give her a bad makeover. Literally, okay, Charlotte. First off. She, Oh, man, do I want to go there? I think I'm going to have to. <laughs> yes, you are. You are because we are all going there okay. mentally. Kristen Davis, the plastic surgery. The filler. The filler. Too it's much the filler. filler. It's the filler. And I, you you know, I'm a fan of filler. I like Botox. I've never gotten filler. I am whatever. pro. My motto is do whatever the fuck you want. Just don't do too much. That, that's exactly it. And I and I, I whoever her plastic surgeon is needs to get their license taken away. It's not that it's not <laughs> it's, it's not that egregious, but it's enough where if you notice someone's plastic surgery, it's too much. And she's an incredibly attractive woman. And they've done something with her lips and cheeks and the filler. And I did she get like the threads that tighten it? And like you can see the lines in her something. forehead. And so she clearly did Botox far enough ahead. And what she has, she can emote and like show emotion. But yeah. I don't know, Gil. I was really taken by her face and not in a good way. Cynthia Nixon looks, despite the hair, like I didn't love the haircut. Cynthia Nixon, I thought, looked great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's something to be said for like women aging gracefully or, or just aging. Sarah Jessica Parker looked great, but she also looked like she was, you know, on the work train. But yeah. I thought that Cynth- I'm sure Cynthia's obviously had I mean, I'm sure she's had work, but I think that she like looks natural and great. And I think that we yeah. need to like embrace aging more yeah i mean i I mean for women we've definitely talked about that actually i was talking about this with my little sister there's this um kind of like anti-beauty influencer she writes this news article her name's like jessica defino i think and she's very against any word that Mm. product that's anti-aging because it's complete marketing and it's And it's good for the individual, but bad for the group. So individually, like, sure, I'm going to look better, but it's also creating standards that are worse for the group because if I'm doing it, then more people are doing it. So her whole point is like, don't fall into the anti-aging trap. It's a fucking marketing ploy to exploit people's weaknesses and vulnerabilities and make women. But it's mostly it's mostly women. Yes, there are anti-aging products for men. And I think, yeah, I think that men should also use, I I don't know. I don't think anyone should do anything actually, but like I, I use anti-aging products like retinol. And I think that men should be, should be able to, too. And there are men anti-aging products, but there is again, layered into this, there is this like it, the, the, it's more of the movement if you will, of anti-aging, which is like, oh my God, it's like, we can't age. That's, that's really the message is that we're not allowed to age. And if you do, you will look like a barren hag and no, and you will not be fuckable. It comes down to like how people will desire you and about desirability. And you are only really desirable if you look young. And it's really fucked up that women are told that and even men too. the irony is that this show sounds like it was written by the oldest person on planet fucking Earth right now. It's like it sounded like a super old person wrote this show and that they probably consulted like fucking teenagers or Gen Zers. And were, Maybe and were Sarah just Jessica like, Parker's son was like an add on consultant. <laughs> she, she, <laughs> literally. 
It well, they Frankensteined the script. It was just I know. so. And the yeah. thing is, like, here's the thing. Here's the thing. There are so many shows that like are problematic, right? From especially from the '90s, early 2000s, and before that. Like, we know that. That's not new. We know that. Um, but I don't think that means that. Um, if you don't tackle wokeness every other 10 seconds in the episode that it would be problematic why can't the show just continue to talk about these rich white women and yeah weave in topical things and have moments of wokeness but like the difference is is that this episode at all times was ticking political correctness boxes i know ticking contemporary like this was sexuality this was a fear-based production this (laughs) this was a show produced in absolute fear of criticism because shows now and no one asked for this no no one asked asked. it's kind of like no one was saying like hey sex and city you failed in the 90s and you need to redo it You, you you like basically like are putting yourself out there and saying like, all right, before you call me out, I'll prove to you I can do it. And then you fucking fail. The thing is like, I get that if, let's say if Sex and City were to pull out the old Sex and City, they'd be criticized too. I get it. You're always going to be criticized. Why not just stay in the past and not put yourself up to more criticism by not doing a good job at it? It's like, you're absolutely right. They were trying to ch- check every single bo- box of political correctness. And by doing so, they made it a fucking joke. And it's yeah. it's a meme. And they had joked about like Miranda being a meme, you know, for they even used the know, word meme. They used, they used the word meme. I'm like, this whole episode was a meme. My but mom I guess doesn't like use the th- word meme. She's their age. <laughs> no, I barely use the word meme. <laughs> Actually, this is, I do use the word meme. But so, I don't so know. how about this? Let's go character by character. Okay. And just let our listeners know. All right. So. Kind of what what's going on? Samantha. Let's start with Samantha. Samantha's in the UK at work. She's had a falling out with the girls. You know, things are just I think probably fine for her. The girls are kind of confused, kind of lazy writing on uh, Michael. It was lazy. Yeah. But, you, but you know that they were in the writer's room being like, I've got an idea. Take that, Kim Cattrall. <laughs> Let's, you know, distill like <laughs> the situation, like head on right away. Like, let's stand by it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I don't know. No, absolutely. Okay, so Charlotte seems to be kind of her life actually has had the most kind of natural progression in which like, okay, married Harry has the daughter, has another daughter. It just seems like she's in the throes of motherhood, dealing with schools and elitism within parents, teens. Yeah. Seems like, you know, Harry's the happy go lucky dad who really bonds with the kind of like tomboy kind of autistic young daughter that they have. Is she autistic? I don't know. I thought that's how they were painting her to be, but now I'm wondering if it wasn't. Yeah. And it seems like she's more of like a tomboy who, I mean, I don't know. That could be a prediction. Like, I don't know. 
Yeah. Like, she I, seems like a tomboy. Like, they, she didn't want to wear the dress. Yeah. Okay, which I'm I think like, that's it. I honestly, I, I saw her wearing a penguin hat and I just kind of, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Remind me of, anyway. So, and then, so Charlotte just kind of is doing her own thing. Same apartment. Life seems pretty good. Miranda has a son who is very sexually active. Brady is leaving condoms filled with semen on his floor that she stepped on. (laughs) Um, She's still with Steve and Steve has hearing aids and is really aging himself. She's quit being, she's quit being a corporate lawyer and she is now going back to school to be a human, human rights lawyer, which I don't know professionally if that's kind of like how that works. If you get like a certificate in it, but I don't know. But it was fun. It was funny as soon as um, Sarah and I were cracking up because we both had the subtitles on. And as soon as Miranda got to 116th, which is like Columbia, like off, off like the one, two, like, it was literally there. What, what, what did what did this heavy bass music plays? It was like heavy bass music plays, and it was like hip hop. As soon as she got pretty much, it's like, like she's around the blacks. <laughs> <laughs> she's there. Their their music is playing. <laughs> Just like first off, if you've been up to one sixteenth and first and second, it, first off, it's not like that at fucking all. It's completely it's, gentrified. No. Um, <laughs> Anyway, no, just so, so funny. Okay, so she is going back to school. She's kind of possibly an alcoholic with bad hair, um, with a husband who can't hear and a son who's sexually active and shaming her for her trying to make sure he's not doing that. Um, Reverse slut shaming. She's reverse slut shaming. (laughs) Okay, now we get to Miss Carrie Bradshaw. Carrie Bradshaw is currently a host (laughs) on a um, gender norms podcast called X, Y, and Me, in which she is the cisgender hetero woman. And then there's this guy who's the cisgender male. And then you've got uh, Bobby Lee. Bobby Lee, that's a guy. And then something Ramirez plays the non-binary, queer, Latina, Irish, somehow, um, podcast host. Diva. Diva. Self-prescribed Irish. (laughs) 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 Okay, so... Carrie is a host on this podcast and is super, super uncomfortable on it. And I actually kind of liked that they called Carrie out on her prudish behavior. I kind of like that. That too. was definitely yeah. a plus for the show because we've been calling Carrie out for how long about this. <laughs> yeah. So that felt like there was a little bit of redemption there. Um, they ask Carrie but- if she masturbates and she can't even answer the question. Like you're literally yeah. on a you were a sex columnist and you can't answer if you masturbate or not. And she said she deems that too graphic. Yeah. yeah and, and, and even Miranda's like, that's not you. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's like, you're not, a I masturbator. don't know. Sex in the city was, I mean, I thought sex in the city was pretty graphic from when I was watching it when I was younger. I was like, whoa, this is graphic. But, so it's, but Gil, it, it was it, graphic. It's masturbation. It's not, but it was it's graphic. not like using a strap on it's like <laughs> <laughs> they talk about it in health class like this isn't she acted like this is the first time she had heard about it had heard the word or like yeah 
she was like she didn't know how to answer it but so gilly why is it so new the show originally (laughs) portrayed graphic sex through the filter of humor so in by in doing so when you add comedy to sex it's not hypersexualized so even though it can be kind of shocking probably at that time it was deemed risky and shocking now sex when sex is portrayed on shows there's almost this obligation for it to be educational so you look at shows like sex education which i'm not a huge fan of but i know it's a good show um normal people yeah even girls on hbo sex is now portrayed through the lens of like okay we're kind of educating people about it it's not going to be a super like graphic and funny so it's interesting that they then had this really kind of realistic scene between Carrie and Big where she asked him to like masturbate and you could this is like a like they were being like a normal couple it was one of the more normal in a way kind of sex scenes on the show but can I can I be honest like as as has Carrie never seen Big masturbate this is the problem I think I don't think she has like I'm sorry that's insane to me. I don't care if you're a boomer or whatever the fuck you are. Like, for better or for worse, we have seen a guy we're with masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> and I say for worse because they're at times in college where I know when that it has been at me some- and others have witnessed the man <laughs> we're with, boy we're with masturbating. Wait, what? In order. To- <laughs> Wait, what? Wait. You went, you went in, in a direction I did not go. Plurals? I there mean, was multiple people there? Was this a group masturbation thing? Was this, the art school no, was I'm weird. No, I'm saying multiple people have account, like have recounted to me that they have maybe hooked up with a guy and maybe he had too much alcohol or maybe whatever, whatever. And like he had to like, Sure. Get himself going. You got to get the car running. Guess what? You know that's what I part mean? of like a normal sexual behavior. That is not. And that's weird. what I'm saying. Yeah. And like she's like, do you? Wait, How wait, she not see she that? She legitimately asked her 57 year old husband if he <laughs> masturbates. And that, that either means that like she has no idea. Maybe 60, probably something. He's. Um, I hope he's in his sixties. Probably. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's probably. He, in his lo- 60s. he did not look well. <laughs> so it's either she has no idea about anything about human sexuality. Or like, I, I don't know. Her asking that was. Did a, she ask him? She. What did she ask him? Do you masturbate? Yeah. Do or you, have you? No. Oh my hooks. god! It wouldn't be have you ever because if she did, <laughs> she's a fucking idiot. Have you ever? Have you ever touched yourself, Mister Big? <laughs> no. I think did she asked, ever? "Do you?" Which is mean. Hey, do you currently do that? And but she answered <laughs> that she does, which I think is a good thing for women of like that age. Like, yeah, guess what? You're still feeling desire and pleasure. Like, you're not like a non-sexual, barren woman. You know, I th- I think it is good to talk about women's sexuality after a certain yeah. age. That's important. Of course. I just don't think we had yeah. to, like, watch him masturbate <laughs> with her. I felt uncomfortable. Like, we know Big now <laughs> as, like, a kind of weird uncle. And I don't want to see Big masturbate at this point. It's been too long. I, <laughs> I really don't. I don't like it one bit. That's probably the okay, most so, graphic sex hmm. he's ever sh- had on the show. Maybe, maybe. But it's not like we saw his penis. He didn't even really do it. I think he might have just grazed the area (laughs) twice. 
<laughs> and then was like, okay, this made is it into insane. a joke, brought it back to humor. All right, Gil, where, what else? All right. Else so with this? so I want us to just fast forward to the end and then make some predictions for, I don't even know if it's worth making predictions, but. Oh, absolutely what it is. Are you kidding me? I'm, what, I'm in, what? I'm buckled into All this right. show. So basically they go to Lily, which is Charlotte's daughter's recital. She does amazing, plays beautifully. Carrie goes home after the recital and she hears the shower on. And we had seen a couple scenes before that Big is on his Peloton. I was actually surprised to hear he was doing his thousandth ride. Like that seems like a lot of rides. Yeah, very much. Um, That like, I mean, that means a ride every day for like, three years <laughs> that's like a lot of rides <laughs> right that seems insane um okay so <laughs> and so um basically she hears the water and she goes and she sees big on the floor take it away sarah so she runs in sees big on the floor and before this we had seen three symptoms of a heart attack should go before us he was pale I don't know if they did that on purpose, but he was pretty pale when she was leaving for the recital. Then he was kind of like stumbling and and kind of had like a little chest pain. And then his arm went limp, dropped his phone. So he's having a heart attack. He's sitting in the shower. He's conscious. He is sitting up and conscious and holding his arm. She runs in. It is a pretty powerful scene. She screams. Okay. I have a huge fucking issue with this. I think the show Mm -hmm. did a complete fucking disservice to like people's physical health and potential. Mm -hmm. Okay. She should have been doing Mm -hmm. fucking CPR. The first thing you do. She might not know how. Okay. I'm not going to shame anybody. If you do not, if you are not certified in CPR, please go within the next like month or so to do it. It, It's just so easy to learn and you could save somebody. Okay. That's my more on a serious note. Second thing, she should have called 911 immediately. Instead, she ran to him, holding him, kissing him, and he died. It's kind of weird that she didn't attempt anything. Yeah. And then they put on, you've got the love to see you through. And she says, and just like that, Big died. Gilly. That's it. And just like that, Big died. And so that's why Sarah and I had a report. I'm pissed pissed that they killed off Big. And I and I and I had known because of the spoiler someone sent me, so I knew he was gonna die. Oh, I had no idea okay. because I've been really trying to dodge the <sighs> spoilers. But Instagram. to be honest, I was like, you could sm- you could smell it oh, when it was like, oh, yeah. I'm doing my thousands ride, and, and there was like, you know <laughs> puffing on his cigar yeah. and looking at her longingly, just- and they're having their one last look together. Yeah, they were really building up that moment, but like. Um, I think it's, I think, you know, I'm not a big stan, as we say. Um, I, I, you know, obviously I'm probably closer to Team Steve, Team Aiden, but, um, you know, we, we rip apart big quite a bit, but why the fuck you had an actor who was willing to be on your dumb show and you killed him off? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong They're with like, you? we've heard you're, you've been, um... I'm hanging out with Kim Trail, all right? So here, here's your yeah, you're punishment. Off. You're, you're off, like the Chris Sopranos. Yeah, yeah, right? Like, there's basically, like, behind-the-scenes mutiny towards characters who are engaged <laughs> with Kim Cattrall. No, I... They're I mean, like, you cross me, I'll make you an alcoholic. <laughs> 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 
fucking Sarah and Jessica Parker just wielding oh, her power. Oh, oh, Cynthia, that's nice. You didn't want to reply to my text? Hmm. Give her a bad haircut. <laughs> Make her gray. Have her step in her It's to have her step in her son's son semen. That'll teach you. Post-coital semen condom. <laughs> that was Basically, You are going to do this series for the rest of your life. Yeah, right? <laughs> this is going to be, and just like that, the vengeance of Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm obviously going to keep watching. I'm really sad that they killed Big Off, but my predictions are, and this is the, the last part of the, the pod today, is yeah. that um, this is now going to be Carrie's life post-Big. And I think they had to kill off Big because the show right. would be yeah. fucking boring without it because people are, like, I mean, boring with him because they're just happy and they're content and they seem like they have a really lovely, wonderful life. And... TV now it's like why can't we just fucking watch that I don't know maybe it's not compelling enough now they're gonna see her do dating it's gonna be the fucking apps she's gonna meet another widower they're gonna bond she's gonna date guys like I I know now the entire plot of this whole fucking thing well I guess what I'm wondering oh my god they're gonna get back together with Aiden well I was gonna say what about are they I know John Corbett is on the show I love him are they gonna like have him get back with Aiden, like as well, if he's just maybe waiting he's, around. Maybe that will be his punishment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Natasha's coming back. Um, I don't know oh who gosh. else. Yeah, I think you're right, Aiden. I mean, dude, I you we did see those spoilers of Sarah Jessica Parker kissing other men, and people wondered. A lot of people were saying like, "Oh shit, they got divorced." I'm glad he died rather than them getting divorced. Yeah, the divorce guess, would have kind of would have been like, "You've got to be kidding me!" We 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 watched this whole fucking series for them to just not end up together. Now they're with each other eternally. It kind of feels like the same thing, to be honest. I don't know. But I guess what I'm curious is I had some of our listeners text us and ask us if we were going to do an episode by episode review of And Just Like That. I know. And part of me was someone asked me that today. Part, too. Of me was th- part of me was thinking, actually, yeah, like, let's do it. Um, Should we put a but pause after on watch- our season three? Yeah, maybe putting pause on season three. But after watching this fucking episode, I, I don't know if I can handle it. <sighs> I don't we, know. We could do by every two episodes. We could do that. And not do it frequently. But like, I mean, this is also, it's interesting because it is, it's coming out weekly. It's, there isn't a whole onslaught of them right now. So yeah, like Gilly. Yeah. And they came out with two already up because this is going until like January, February. How many episodes do you think it's going to be? I'm like assuming eight? it's eh, HBO, maybe 10 Okay. 10 would be generous because, and they're long, they're 45 minutes. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, it might be closer to, yeah. Gil, I well, don't know that, how I, I yeah. think I'm, I'm definitely going to probably, want, when we hang up, I might rewatch this with Dakota and just like make him watch this. That's, um, wow. Just to kind of get his opinion. But I also, because at the beginning, I missed a bunch of the Samantha stuff. So I want to rewatch. But okay, let's talk one thing. We've got to go over okay. fashion for a second. I thought Let's, the fashion was fucking great. Yes. Um, yeah, I didn't love all of it, to be honest. Um, I did like Carrie's look to Lily's piano recital. She had this long, like, ivory jacket with 
a flower on it. Didn't love the flower, but then she had this, she had just like a nice, like silky long skirt and then her purple satin Jimmy Choo shoes from her wedding, which I thought were really cute. Purple or um, blue? And it was sad to see, oh, maybe, I don't know. Probably blue. Probably, I think they're blue, something blue. Yeah. Oh yeah. Probably blue. Um, And it was sad to see them like, you know, in the shower water completely and completely ruined by his heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God damn it, Big. Um, what about you? <laughs> um, so I, oh man, I liked a lot of Carrie's looks. I mean, SGP always does it, man. Like she, she actually loaned pieces of her closet to the show for this because there's a bunch of old oh, iconic wow. pieces that are going to come back. But I really liked that like jumpsuit, flowy jumpsuit she was wearing in their apartment. <clears throat> Yeah. When they were cooking dinner, I thought that was lovely. Yeah, yeah, that and was cute. I yeah, liked I like that. Nicole Ari Parker. Um, she plays mm-hmm. the uh, elite mom. Oh, yes, she's beautiful. Yes, and she. I, all of her looks were great with that big necklace. Yeah, and yeah. Um, lots of patterns. I loved. I mean, I'm not. I don't wear a ton of color and patterns, but I like live vicariously through this show because they're all about color and just. Yeah, they they peacock all over the place. Just always yeah, strutting. Well, uh, what do we have? Even the books? <laughs> I'm giving it. I'm not. I'm giving it. I'm not giving it. I'm gonna any. have to give. I'm this, giving it a one. I think I might give this like a point five. Like I don't. I, it's not. A, it's not a full shoe. The shoe. I don't even want to give it an E for effort. It was like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, Gil. Gil, we've got our work cut out for us. All right, guys. Well, we will keep you posted on what we do next <laughs> so we might also yeah. i am somebody that i i am committed to watching this now and i and i am committed to i i might be a hate watcher and hate watching stuff can be fun too like do people watch the bachelor and really love it i don't know or do they kind of hate watch it it's different Ooh, it's hate a different watch culture it. okay it's different though it's i don't know it's reality tv you have, you have just different characters coming through and this is just we're like, offended we're offended. Okay, guys. Um, so that's All it right. for the Miranda's <laughs> special little thing. We just had to talk about this after we watched it together because my God, so much. Um, okay, Gil, what are you, are you gonna watch the second one now or no? I don't know. Gilly, it's gonna a, be the I funeral. It's, it's titled Little Black Dress. I might I might watch it and work on my puzzle. I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, I have like two loads of laundry, so I'm going to watch it, do the laundry, and then um, probably just text you all my thoughts. <laughs> okay. All right, guys, do. let us know what you think, right. and we'll be back next week with God knows what. Okay. Bye, and just like that. Bye, Justice Warriors. <laughs> Bye.